it off with Kramer here, and we are recapping the Oakland Raiders' victory over the Chicago Bears. They won 24-21 in a home game. Yeah, home game? Yeah, it wasn't a home game. It was in London, but it was classified as a home game for the Raiders. My takeaways from the first quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter, and the outline of the entire game is coming up. So, let's get to that first quarter. It was a great, great first drive for the Oakland Raiders as things got, I wouldn't say chippy, but we saw Richie Incognito's personality come out of him and get a personal foul. That first drive for Oakland was fast, quick pace, took the time off the clock, and then a personal foul happened that kicked them out of field goal range, and yes, they had to punt on their first drive. But it was really quick because... The next drive for Chicago, they were it was not it wasn't a three and out. They got granted they got two first downs, I believe, on their first drive of the game. But it was just really quick. That defense for Oakland stepped up a lot in that first quarter and also the second quarter. And of course, the man that I even tweeted out before the game is gonna have a huge day. Max Crosby had a sack. This dude was is he still is everywhere, one of the best draft picks for the Raiders. In the past draft, that went unsung, and what was a fifth round? He was a fourth rounder, a fifth rounder that was drafted, and he's actually making a huge impact for the Oakland Raiders right now. That's that's impressive on my on from my takeaway. As the there was literally only two drives that entire first quarter for Oakland, and that second drive for Oakland went into the second quarter. They were able to kill the clock incredibly. What they had, what zero points, so zero to zero at the end of the first and in the second quarter. Josh Jacobs got a touchdown. He would end up getting a second one later on. But Jacobs was amazing. I had a I had a poll up for fantasy football if I should start or shouldn't start him. I didn't start him, but I don't care. As long as the Oakland Raiders win, that's all that matters to me. And Josh Jacobs had one hell of a day. As I mentioned, had a uh, touchdown in the second quarter. Uh, that second drive that they had was 10 plays for five minutes. So they were able to kill that clock, that win the time of possession battle, all the way into halftime, they also won it for the entire game. It was it was a great showing by the offensive side and the defensive side, and you could you could see that happen too, as the offense was rolling, they were clicking on all cylinders, and after that touchdown, either the first or second play from Chase Daniels, he threw an interception, and it just seemed like everything was rolling. Uh, the, the defense was on was on point uh, in that first half, and so was that, and so was the the offense as well. They were just working together. They were feeding off one of each other. The momentum was strong for Oakland, and it showed and proved all the way even through till the end of the second quarter. DeAndre Washington ended up pounding that in for a touchdown after the interception. And one thing to also point out was the leading sack leader for the Raiders, who didn't play last week, Benson Mayoa, actually got a sack again. Um, in his debut back, he was a healthy scratch for some reason for last week, but he was able to come in and prove to like, hey, I shouldn't be a healthy scratch at all. I'm going to come in, do what I need to do, make the big plays on defense and help this team out, which he did. He also ended up getting a field goal towards the end of that quarter and also another sack. It, this defense was amazing first half. So was the offense, I, as I keep repeating myself on that. But it, it stayed true, but that after halftime, I do not know what happened or what was said at halftime, but 
you can't go in coast mode thinking, okay, I'm going to take a 17 to nothing lead in the halftime and we can we can pull out a win because that almost didn't happen. That third quarter was it was it was annoying as a Raiders fan to watch because three touchdowns, quick ones after a what come off the start off the the first drive for the Bears after halftime was three and out. Fumbled by fumbled by Derek Carr and the pitch to Josh Jacobs. They ended up scoring off of that. Then they punted. They punted again. Another fumble. It just wasn't good in that third quarter, and those were the four drives that they did have. Miscommunication was a big part of that, especially for that first fumble against Josh Jacobs and uh, Derek Carr. You already saw the miscommunication in week two between between uh, Terrell Williams and Derek Carr when the interception happened in the end zone. But that happened with the fumble, and then it seemed like once that fumble happened, a switch kicked on for the Bears to be like, okay, we're going to pound in the end zone real quick. We're going to get down this field real quick, make the big plays, and that's what happened. That The defense did not look good at all in the third quarter. Fourth quarter, they came back, and it actually stepped up a little bit more better. And it's just that there's always just one quarter for the Oakland Raiders that they do not do well in. As we saw in the fourth quarter against the Colts, that's what the, the quarter they didn't do well. The Chiefs game was the second quarter. And it's like the games they win, it's like not by much, but it's enough to get that win. Fourth quarter happened, and there's a there's a there's a call in the NFL that has been tremendously broken. And I'm I I as a fan, I'm being questioned my logic of what I know and what I do not know what a roughing the passer call is. Cause it seems like it changes every single week on what is and what isn't a roughing the passer. Mo Hurst, Maurice Hurst, go blue. Went into, of course, sacked the quarterback, and he was literally one step away, tackled Chase Daniel, brought him to the ground, but he relieved all the pressure that he was taking him to the ground with by placing his left arm on the ground to where he was just hovering over him, body weight not even even on Chase Daniel, and he was still flagged for roughing the passer. That could have been a huge point in the game because it was like, what, in the fourth quarter with nine minutes left, they could and they got a first down off that because it was roughing the passers 15 yards, and if you're not in that 15 yards, it's always a first down. It doesn't, it could have factored in a huge chunk of what could happen in the game. Luckily, they forced a punt about uh, a first, two first drives, first downs later. But that could have been a huge factor of a terrible call that's another roughing the passer call that, is an inconsistent call in the NFL. And it's not like people even know what it is, but that could have hurt the Raiders' chances of possibly winning that game. Luckily, it didn't, but still it's the fact that that happened. And the officiating was just terrible in this entire game. I can't, you can't factor in officiating on bad, bad like uh, plays, interceptions, stuff like that. You can't factor in a team's loss by that. You can't, you can't factor in on playing ability. But it also took them forever to overturn a fumble recovery from the Rams by it was like it was a, a sneak it was a punt sneak and they were uh, the Raiders got the first down Eric Harris when he came to the ground he fumbled it but he didn't fumble it because he was being forced to the ground elbow hit the ground balls loose 
Your elbow's already on the ground. The play's dead. It took them about five minutes to overturn this call when it didn't even should have been a call because he was already on the ground. Even his body was even on the ground, and the, the referees still didn't see that. They're seeing stuff that not many people see. Granted, you're field level, so you should be able to pick and pick out like what's wrong. You can call an easy holding penalty. At a times, it's not even a hold. Like you can tell when it's a blatant hold, but they can point out those little nitpicky kind of type of holds or anything like that. They can pick those out, but not the key moments of games that can change and factor at any point in given time. These, it's just the refs are. It's they they do so much. They play in week. They yeah, they know what they need to do. This is their job. Do your job right. Do your job right. Because it's starting to get a little sketchy on, oh, this one's a, a roughing the passer, or this one isn't. Oh, come on. Get it right. Nobody nobody wants to see bad officiating. Josh Jacobs, after that punt, Raiders took it all the way down the field, killed the clock as much as they could. After the two-minute warning was hit, Josh Jacobs scored the touchdown, which was his second. And he also had over 100 yards First time in his career going over the century mark. Good thank you, Josh Jacobs, for helping to win that game for the Oakland Raiders. And to top things all off, when the Bears were taking it down the field on their very next drive, they Garyon Conley got the interception. That was beautiful. Raiders had to punt. Then to end the game off, to just cap everything off, Maurice Hurst, sack. Yes, a sack. No roughing the passer this time. He was able to have a clean hit, was able to not force his weight on him, even if it was even a, just a regular sack. Yeah, no, think about this. If it was a sack and you planned your entire body weight on them, is that roughing the passer because he is the passer? Think about that. Uh, it's it's just annoying. They need to get the, They need to get the play right. Or it's just this game starting to get unwatchable. I mean, I'm going to watch it anyways, but get your calls right. Still, the Oakland Raiders win 24-21. It was a great and hard-fought victory. I thought I was going to going to you know blow it out. But my outlines of the game, Trevor Davis is a huge acquisition. I know they took him out of the punt returner role after he fumbled that ball at the one-yard line. Yeah, I know that fumble shouldn't have happened. The Raiders should have at least been up a little more. Still going to be able to get the victory. Trevor Davis getting traded to Oakland for a six-round draft pick. He's actually helped out a lot that I even thought, like, didn't think of. Got a touchdown last week. Almost got a touchdown this week. Still, he's able. He's got some growing pains, but he's a, he's actually filled in a, a, the slot receiver role a lot. That's what concerns me about Hunter Renfro. Is he kind of uh, a little bit lower down on the depth chart now? Don't know. Defense played outstanding against the Bears defense. If you want to compare defense-wise. The Raiders defense that this team stepped up. You don't have Vontez Perfect in there. You don't have that's the only type of big name you were out of that. Everybody was able to step up. Cleveland Farrell didn't even play. He was uh, at a concussion concussion protocol. All these guys you don't expect to do anything. Benson Maioa still being con- consistent when he's actually playing on the field. Tierra Whitehead's being that that captain role on that defense. P.J. Hall, Maurice Hurst, Jonathan Hankins, those defensive tackles for the Raiders are just moving around. They're being big, and they're stopping the run. 
And I even said on my wins, if and wins not, they didn't give up that 100 yards, so they won that one. Derek Carr was not even sacked. Yes, the our, our offensive linemen are going to be getting cookies here sometime soon by the Derek Carr family. It's amazing on how when the Raiders have a, a very strong game and how everything works around, it's like a it's like a working clock. They got the batteries all juiced, everybody's ready, defense is ready, offensive is ready. It, it they're end up they're three and two right now. Three and two, they're third in the division. You're a, what the Chargers lost to the Broncos. Who loses to the Broncos? Yeah, the Chiefs losing to the Colts. Who loses to the Colts? You know the Raiders don't lose to the Colts. They beat the Colts. This is Raiders might be one of the one of the sneaky wild card teams that get into the playoffs and possibly might have a run this year. I would love to see that. That would be amazing. I know they go on to a bye week this coming week. You won't hear a Raiders review. You might actually just hear me talking about the Raiders because I enjoy talking about the Raiders. But another outline of the game, the time of possession battle. Oakland killed it on that. They, you need to win the time of possession battle, and you also need to win the scoreboard. Scoreboard means the most, but having the ball and hold it the longest, that also, that also means you're getting points on the board at, at a rate that takes a while, which that's what the Raiders need to do. They're a ground-and-pound team. You ground-and-pound it, you ground, you grind out that clock. What score a touchdown on two drives, and it's 7 to nothing. you're already in the second quarter. Sounds like you're, you're killing the clock a lot. But that was the Raiders' review here. As always, I've been at Kramer Santa here on Teed Off with Kramer. Thank you for listening.